0: Hi, I'm looking for a book. Um, it's brand new. It just came out and it, it's something about a maid. Um, I just know there was something about a Netflix show. It's got a red cover. Um, I don't know. That's that's the information I have. It's it's brand new, red cover. And I know that there's a show on Netflix or something. Um, do you have it?
1: We might have it. Um but I think that there's two different things going on there. The the show on Netflix, I think, might be different than the book you're talking about. Is it The Maid by Nita Prose?
0: I don't I don't know the author. I just know there's a maid involved.
1: Does it have a keyhole on the cover?
0: Uh, I I don't know. It's it's red. Okay. The cover's red.
1: All right. Well, do you know if it was fiction or nonfiction?
0: Uh. It could be. Uh, it could be. I don't know. I just, I just saw, I just saw it online, and I just was interested, so I came in to find the book.
1: Okay. Well, I I will. I will check for you. Um. So it looks like we do have the made by Nita Prose, which came out a few weeks back, and it is a. It's actually a cozy mystery. Does that sound familiar?
0: I guess. uh, Is is there also a show?
1: Yeah. So the Netflix show is slightly different. And I think that that is based more on the memoir.
0: Are they the same thing?
1: No. No, one's a cozy mystery entailing a murder and the solving of said murder. The other one is about somebody's life as a maid.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I, I guess I'll just get both of them.
1: Okay, great. Yeah, and and um, I'll
0: just sit over here and see which one.
1: Do you want me to grab them for you then?
0: Oh, yeah, sure. Or okay. I could just follow you.
1: No, it's okay. You can stand right here. I will, I will come and find you. Oh, okay. Hey, great. Yeah, I'm just going to go then.
0: Yeah, this kind of stuff happens a lot. <laughs> also, uh, out of character.
1: Out of I'm, character. Yeah,
0: now we're back in the real world. Now we're yep. Brad and Kara. <laughs> no. <laughs> no more crazy guys. No. I feel like I was a, a, a reasonable.
1: You, were, you were fairly someone. nice, actually.
0: <laughs> but no, stuff like that literally happens.
1: And honestly, you—I mean, it is the maid. Sometimes right. we get less information than that. Sometimes it's a red cover and it has the word "the" in it. Yeah. Which.
0: <laughs> Again. Is so helpful. Well, which one? Because there's literally thousands. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, uh yeah. So this is Tales from Booksellers.
1: Tales from Booksellers. Season
0: 2. Season 2 2022. All them twos. Well, Taco two. Tuesday. Oh, it's not Tuesday. Oh well. We we're that's close. It's tomorrow we're there. I know. We're close. But today's is day, day, so and tomorrow well, tomorrow's new lunar new year and Taco Tuesday. It's a,
1: it's a great day.
0: All of the stars have aligned. It's a
1: perfect day. My
0: <laughs> life is in balance right now. <laughs> No more Mercury's and Gatorade's or anything, so.
1: Gatorade's, huh? Yeah,
0: I don't know. I'm, <laughs> that, uh, that's not my thing. <laughs> the
1: stars align and there's Gatorade involved. Yeah. And you're wearing the awesome shirt, not all those who wonder are lost.
0: Not to be confused with the thing that you see on the back of Jeeps. I mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's a little bit of a.
0: <laughs> it's, it's weird. I've only seen that sticker on the back of Jeeps.
1: Yeah, I wonder what that's about. I don't know. You think somebody was just a Tolkien fan once upon a time?
0: Or they just don't know that it's Tolkien.
1: That's probably more likely.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. I don't want to shame anybody for driving the jeep, <laughs> but I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs>
1: I don't know either. Drive
0: whatever you want. I was like, I mean, I I've got a Honda Fit that doesn't mean anything.
1: I have a little Kia soul called Carrie.
0: Oh, mine's not even Carrie named. Grant. Oh, mine's not named.
1: We well, have to name your car.
0: It's like a character
1: in your life. I don't know. Judith.
0: I have no idea. Oh my gosh! I've literally, just kind of pulled that out of my.
1: Please don't name it Judith.
0: Just <laughs> okay, to see you being like,
1: it. okay, Judith, can you please go? <laughs>
0: okay. I mean, that sounds like something I would say.
1: Probably. <laughs>
0: yep. Um.
1: So we are in January. Yep. And this is the first month of this spectacular new year.
0: First episode of the new season.
1: Exactly, and we just happen to be doing it on the thirty-first.
0: So there's a lot of firsts. There's a lot of firsts going on right
1: now. And since we have not really talked about our bookish firsts, we thought we'd circle back and talk a little bit about firsts.
0: Yep. But in regards to books, not...
1: In regards to books.
0: Get your mind out of the gutter. Yeah, we're very Um,
1: PG people.
0: Yes. G, if that. (laughs) We're like a Disney movie. Well, Disney movies are all, all PG now. They are. Yeah, I don't think I've seen a G-rated movie come out.
1: Yeah, Disney's getting pretty intense with how they're labeling and classifying their stuff. So
0: that's fair. I yeah. mean, they own the world, so mm-hmm.
1: they, they certainly do. <laughs> Them it's, and the river and <laughs> so right.
0: America. Oh boy. So what? What was like? Like the first book that you just you latched onto, and you're like, this is my book this is why i love reading like this is my jam my jam yep
1: when i was a kid
0: or i mean it, you not when you're a kid when you're a like when when the one book that got you into the mindset of i will become a reader because of this book
1: that's interesting as i think that there's, there's those fairy tale moments when you you find a book and you're like I love this and that's it you're set for life and then it, for some kids it's a gradual experience for me it was a love at first sight because I don't actually remember being a reader and I think there was some arguments involving reading in my house when my mom made me try to read books for school so um, I was a little bit of a brass at times
0: mm-hmm. I'm like
1: <laughs> no I don't want to read that <laughs> who wants to read Jack and Jane you know of those beginner readers. I was
0: going to say boring old books. And I'm boring just like, old oh, books. Well, you know, then again, I might get, you know, angry calls later. So. That's true. I mean,
1: they are classic. Yeah. And, and they, they do are. fulfill their purpose. But I am actually, side note, really excited that we have an amazing plethora of beginner readers now that mm-hmm. are for kids of all shapes and sizes, all forms that they can relate to. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. But for me, I remember it distinctly because we did a, I was probably about 10, so I'll go back a bit, and we went to the school library, which I remember because it was right next door to the principal's office, and I, which is fine, it was a nice place. So I was like, are you
0: familiar with that? <laughs>
1: I was, no, I do not hang out in the principal's office. Um, so at this point, I was actually going to a farm school in Zimbabwe, in a little district called Rua, and it was pretty hardcore in some ways, and um Farm kids are are always very tough. (laughs) Okay. And I, I remember it involving a lot of sports as well. So there's a lot of outdoor stuff. Anyway, we had this tiny little library, and I remember pulling a book off the shelf, and it was called Mallory Towers, and it was by Enid Blyton. And looking back now, I don't remember that much. It was a boarding school book. It was about a girl who goes to boarding school in England. There's also been a lot of controversy around Enid Blyton that's come out recently, how she describes certain things, but when I was growing up, she was like considered one of the kids' writers. She wrote the famous five secret seven all of those. anyway, all I remember about this book was that there was a swimming pool that was somehow connected to the ocean, and that at high tide the water would come in, and that's what provided like the water that they would swim in in this like rock pool. and I always thought that was so cool, so yeah. No. What about you, Brad?
0: Um so I was very much a scholastic book fair kid. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> I like I I had, you know, like books growing up and some of them were like my sister's and but I wasn't I didn't really read a lot of her books cuz it was a lot of babysitters mm-hmm. club. Um but I do remember like i was a goosebumps kid so i'm gonna go ahead and just lay that out there um i remember like reading every one of them like you know when a new one came out i was very excited to go get it but i remember the one that like kind of latched into me so to speak um was deep trouble which i know a lot of people like it's not necessarily scary because you know there's i mean if you go back and read it technically nothing really happens (laughs) but that's (laughs) a lot of a lot of goosebumps books are like i mean they're written to scare little kids but if you read it as an adult you're just like wow this is garbage um (laughs) but i remember deep trouble because the cover was super cool it had this hammerhead shark and it's like swimming towards somebody and you're like oh you're gonna get eaten but the thing i remember specifically about this book was there was something in it called fire coral to where the main character um got caught or like it like like their foot got caught in it or something and i just remember uh in the book like reading about the how how they felt like they were on fire even though they were in water and i was just like i mean that sounds so deep no i'm just kidding deep trouble okay <laughs> never mind uh, i'll shut up now They sounds um, like jaws for kids uh, yeah i know right um <laughs> but like for some reason and like i guess that was the one that like it just kind of hit me and i was just like i like reading this is fun i'm i'm going to keep doing this kind of thing. I mean, I did fall out of it for a while and I didn't really get back into it again until like later high school. But I remember the book that kind of like kind of got me as a kid was Deep Trouble by Arlstein in the Goosebump series. And I think it's I think it's one of the somewhat earlier ones. Um but yeah, that was uh that was mine. Um but then that also leads into since I mentioned the Scholastic Book Fair, like wh- where was your first like bookstore book buying? Like, what do you what do you remember? Where do you, where did you get your books as a kid? Or like, where do you remember getting them first?
1: So there was no Scholastic fair in Zimbabwe. That might have changed since then. I don't know. I. I think it would probably be the flea markets again. I know I've talked a little bit about those in past episodes. Uh, it feels like a lot of my life revolved around these said flea markets. <laughs> um, and that's kind of where I remember my parents buying some books for me as a kid. I specifically remember Judy Bloom. Okay. So um, the, uh, the fudge books. Okay. Um, so, yeah. And I remember a a collection of those on my bookshelf and I'm pretty sure they came from the flea markets. And I remember going there with my dad and learning how to look through books, search out books, I guess, pour through books on the tables where he would look for um, books on historical fiction. He was a big Patrick O'Brien fan, Bernard Cornwall. So Mm. good memories with him.
0: Nice. Um, I outside of the scholastic book fair i will go ahead and say that like my first remembrance of buying books was but <laughs> surprisingly enough in a kb toys <laughs> because Classic. uh like if if you're old like me and i'm gonna continue to make old people jokes because that's what i am um Not really.
1: <laughs> hardly
0: <laughs> i remember when kb toys was huge i remember um, when the I, I remember was. back in the day um yeah i they had they would always have this table at the front of the store before you get to the toys and it always had the illustrated classics they were like these little hardbacks um and i would before getting toys i would go through that table uh, i would obviously get a toy because i'm not going to go into a toy store and not get a toy um But yeah, I would always end up getting one of those little illustrated classics where literally every other page was an illustration. So you could read through classics like in a snap. Um, But yeah, that was that was Did you pick one out? Uh, Yeah, I would I would pick I'm not going to lie. As a kid, I'd be like, that cover looks cool. I want that one. (laughs) So I didn't quite know what story I was about to get, but I knew that the cover looked cool. Um, as a little kid uh, and then i would run off and and get a toy probably try to get my mom to buy me legos because uh, <laughs>
1: it's a lifelong
0: <laughs> if passion not that uh probably teenage mutant ninja turtles
1: classic oh yeah
0: um so yeah so scholastic so book fair and kb toys are that's like my first kind of like where i got books from memory so that's fun did you have uh did you have like bookish friends as a kid or an adult or i mean i know you do now because obviously we're friends i, was about to I mean say, if well, you think brad, that I, friends, I, I mean but like where's this going
1: a, brad a, are we breaking up
0: oh no Okay. you'll never get rid of me okay that sounded stalkerish okay i'm gonna stop
1: <laughs> wow <laughs>
0: <laughs> that escalated quickly um did no but did you have like like bookish friends like who kind of
1: Influence the reading process yeah. and journey? Yes. Um,
0: I'm glad you so eloquently put it that way. The
1: reading experience. Yes. Journey. Um. Yeah. Um, so, again, talking about the first memory I had of a bookish friend was a girl called Tatum. And her dad was Irish. And I think they ended up going back to Ireland, if I remember correctly. That was the time when the bar was starting to fall apart a little bit. And so everybody was leaving. So, again, I think it was probably about 11 years old at that time and uh, what i remember was that she read her mom's books and i know we're going to talk about this a little bit in seasons that follow but her mom loved romance specifically historical romance like the the body rippers kind of romance oh and then a little bit more mildly barbara cartland romance <laughs> so, the books that had titles like a uh, a duke a horse and a heart or
0: something like that. I was like, okay. And that, I mean, that, that is sounds, a
1: legit book. That sounds steamy.
0: <laughs> 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 the heart wants <laughs> what it wants.
1: <laughs> Apparently. And so she would take her, her mom left, let her, she would read those books. And I remember her giving them to me and I remember trying to read a few and then you got to also you know, think that I went from reading about a boarding school and a kid going to boarding school for the first time and her friends and what that looked like to these historical romances. It's quite a jump.
0: I mean, i <laughs> you know? say so.
1: And um, at that time, I didn't quite connect to romance.
0: That's fair. So,
1: uh, yeah, that's a distinct nice. first
0: memory of a bookish friend. What about nice. you? Um, well, I mean, like, I remember... There being like other like when I would when the new Goosebumps book came out, everybody wanted to read it. So I would kind of like I would read it and then I would lend my copies out and whatever. But like the first like kind of bookish, like real bookish people that like actually started recommending things to me, um <clears throat> I met in high school and there's three of them, and they're like they were all friends, and then I kind of jumped into their friend zone (laughs) um but it's uh my friend uh jen denise and ray and like the three of them were all bookish already like because you know uh like jen would recommend like funny little things like she recommended hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy to me um and then both ray and denise um got me into Neil gaiman like denise specifically because she gave she told me about american gods and that kind of launched (laughs) from there that's
1: a true friend for life oh yeah
0: um (laughs) so shout out to them jen denise and ray miss you guys i haven't seen any of them in years uh and i feel bad (laughs) but i do i still remember i remember them like recommending books like throughout high school. And that's kind of, that is kind of when I started getting back into reading again was like when I met them uh, and then they were all reading. So I started again.
1: It's really, I do think reading is such a solitary experience in some ways, but there's nothing like having bookish friends. Right. And having many now, you know, I, I value it so much just to be able to text somebody and be like, Oh my gosh,
0: Read do you this. Rem- yes. read this yeah, exactly no, speaking right. of
1: capital letters
0: <laughs> on to our next question who do you remember i mean I, I was kind of alluding to it but like do you remember the first book that was pushed onto you like oh my gosh you have to read this book because again mine was american gods and hitchhiker Guide to the galaxy from my friends because they were like I think you would love these books. So. What's your dish, dish, dish.
1: Mm. You know, I, I wish those had been pushed on me. Um, <laughs> I'll ones- push them on
0: you. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I love, I love Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy.
0: That's so good.
1: so, so, great. so funny. You know, books that were pushed on me. Um
0: I mean, Would it be the steamy romances as a kid? No,
1: no. You know, after a while, I mean I think I I completely diverted from those and started reading to me, cool books that involved adventure and action. And a little while after that I fell in love with Tolkien and that set me on the whole fantasy trajectory. Um
0: Welcome to my life.
1: I tell you what, nothing like nothing like reading Tolkien for the first time. Ah. Nothing. But I I digress. So, books that were pushed on me. I I don't know if it was pushed, but I remember, again, 12, 13, being introduced to Harry Potter. And it wasn't the big deal back then that it was, that it is now.
0: Was this pre-movies?
1: Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. I, I don't even think the second one had come out. She'd written the second one yet. We were a little delayed when we got books, but I remember my teacher reading harry potter to us the sorcerer's stone or so you philosopher's had philosopher's stone i was about it. to say i was
0: like did you have sorcerer's stone or philosopher's stone because i know that there's the we two had the philosopher's stone okay
1: which i personally am biased feel this is the way it should be but
0: because it's like the og yeah. version mm-hmm. and then we got the dumbed down american version which...
1: right <laughs> which i think that was because they felt that Americans wouldn't know what the philosopher's stone was, or but
0: I, I, mean, I don't know.
1: I, I feel like we're
0: Americans. We're dumb. I mean, <laughs> again, I'm not going to no, comment on that. Please don't call him. Don't yell at me. Don't yell at me. I I take that back. That's
1: dangerous water.
0: I, right, it's very but, choppy water.
1: But as a as a fan of Harry Potter uh, and all those amazing characters, I'm kind of thankful that my teacher thought to read that to us and kind of push it on us okay who knows maybe she had some teacher magic and she just knew it was going to be mm. the thing
0: maybe she was harry potter or at least her mom oh, well, we
1: go <laughs> oh, Mulgan- yeah <laughs> you know?
0: that's good um <laughs> teaches that shape the world <laughs> <laughs> yeah because I, I i think the only other time that a that like a book was pushed on me was i know this was probably i think this is our very first episode was i had that high school teacher who was like Oh, let's read, you know, non normal school reads. And she mentioned When the Wind Blows, which I was very put in my place after that episode by the connection to Maximum Ride. But I think that's probably like another book that was, it wasn't pushed on me specifically, but it was like, you know, she said it and my mom had a copy. So I read it. So it was, like a like a diet push. <laughs>
1: that's so pushing that's good in some yeah. way. You were like.
0: Well, I mean, it did kind them. of get me into reading, like, because it was that, and then I started picking up things that my mom had, which was John Saul and you know James Patterson and like <clears throat> other things. So I did like she had some, like I I picked out the ones that looked kind of more up my alley. So I picked out like the John Saul and spooky kind of stuff but i did end up kind of getting a few mysteries out of the james patterson novels um but that was fun um so is there anything speaking of series because like you know james patterson is known for his sweeping series of mysteries with alex cross and the the number i don't know what the numbers mysteries are but I just know of them. Um, like I'm not going to lie. I, I'm one to pick up a book and have it turn out to be a series. And so I, I feel obligated to read everything. Um, which again, Discworld, love it. So, I mean, literally Lords and ladies is, uh, next on my list to read. And it, I think it's book. I think if I counted correctly, it's book 13 out of 41. Um,
1: I haven't read them, Eva, but like I said, those are the ones where you just you just feel happy returning to them.
0: Yes. Oh. Um, <laughs> have you given up on any though? Yes. How so much, like, I will
1: say, unlike two things from a bookseller's point of view, especially kids bookseller, pretty much everything that's come out has been a series recently. I believe that, or or a trilogy at the least and it's like oh my gosh whatever happened to the glorious standalone which by the way i love series i love duologies and i love standalones but we are definitely in a series and so in order to keep up i would always read the first um but i didn't commit necessarily to reading the next because otherwise i would never
0: okay so you would do it you would read the first just to
1: see what it was about so i could talk about it I got gotcha. you. That's it. fair. Okay. Um, I don't do but, that uh, for
0: my customers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At that point, my customers were like nine, so uh, I just I just felt <laughs> that I needed to connect with them. But like, keepers of the lost city, it has like eight books, and are so they're on
0: thirteen, I think. They're on thirteen is that like. At least from the stuff that You're we've right. been getting in, they're I think they're up to twelve or thirteen.
1: That's possible.
0: I mean, um, the only thing that I think has that beat is the Aaron Hunter books. That's the true. The Warriors. Warriors.
1: Yeah. Oh, so so many. Um, <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah.
0: I think that. I, mean, the, I think the the they've out. I think they've it's surpassed the, the Discworld books.
1: They're they getting there. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so I would try to read the first one, and then if it was really good or I really connected with it, I would read on. Okay. Um, and then just in my personal life I again I don't have to finish a series but the one where I gave up on because I was like I just don't know what's going on here and why why would you why would you do this was probably divergent the <gasps> Gasp, third book.
0: I say as I've never read one
1: <laughs> <laughs> but everybody kind of knows I think at this point what happens in the third book and the change and I'm not gonna spoil it but you know it's from- been
0: out for Again, I look at my invisible watch that I don't own. It's been out a minute. Mm -hmm. I mean, even all of the movies have been out for a minute. Uh, (laughs) They did
1: have to make some choices in the movies because we thought they just did some something interesting. I believe you. When I got wind of it, I was like, I don't know if I need to commit to this third book right here. Anyway, (laughs) what about you?
0: I uh, I straight up gave up on Twilight i'm not gonna lie i mean again not
1: surprising i
0: feel like i have mentioned that before but yeah like i i was very much past the the age target audience for the those books but they were recommended from a friend um shout out to Sherrod. um he did recommend them to me and i was like he, he, you know, he's was just like, oh, it's like a vampire romance. And I was like, eh, okay. I mean, it's got vampires. I guess it can't be that bad. And then, <laughs> Sorry. Let me catch my breath. Uh, no, I read, I read book one, and I was like, I mean, it's exactly what it is. Uh, and then I read book two, and I was like, no. <laughs> I owned book three at the time, but I hadn't obviously hadn't read it. So I, after book two, I was like, I am. Just gonna wash my hands clean. I can't do this because this book sucked. You know, I. <laughs> Which, say, you know, it says an old <laughs> grumpy gay man. Disclaimer: um,
1: personal opinions. I mean, it, w- first thing you learn in the book world is that everybody has such different tastes and opinions, mm-hmm. and it's that's I like totally belly cool. buttons.
0: Everybody's got one.
1: I know exactly, and we love that for everyone. So yeah, no hate. That, no hate on people. any books that people love.
0: Yeah, I had to make that phrase PG too because. Normally, it's everybody has a, You know, <laughs> I'll leave that up to you. Moving on. Uh, yes, <laughs> I, I digress. Um, nice. Uh, so, if you um, had to push a book on somebody, what would be what would be a book that you push on someone?
1: That's hard. So, I think I will talk about or just mention quickly. A book that I did give to a customer who ended up being a good friend who ended up partnering with us to start up our book club, which has become a quotes
0: for that one, but like I <laughs> but actually I, I legitimately meant that.
1: <laughs> so uh, I was a fairly new bookseller and I just read The Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle by Stuart Torton.
0: Which is good. She I just had, had to take book. notes.
1: It, it, if you haven't read it, it's a great book. I recommend it to everyone. It's like Danton Abbey meets Agatha Christie um, um, meets time travel. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Um, and Take notes. I, you, it is. It's a cra- <laughs> he does some crazy things with plot and narrative. Yes. But anyway, I gave us to our friend Nicole. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Nicole. Nicole. Nicole's awesome. Hello, and that's how we became bookish friends. Nice. And then a little while after that, we started a book club together. And the rest is history. Yep. So.
0: Yep. I, th- I think the, I'm, I'm, mine's just literally going to hark back to the same thing that I've been talking about. Like, I'm, but I'm going to just focus on American gods and hitch, well, in hitchhiker's to the galaxy. Cause they have both, they have both impacted me in such a way that like when I read American gods, I was like, Oh my God, this is dark. This is, I love it. I love it. I love it. And it has mythology. Um, it's, it was just everything that I needed in that moment. And I just fell in love with it. Um, and then, um, also, you know, there's Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but I didn't actually own a copy of that until like much, much, much later. So when I actually did finally read it again, it just kind of hit me. Maybe that was the right time to read it because that was. That's. I think that's what got me into my love of ridiculousness. So
1: <laughs> I can see that. Yeah.
0: So na- now, like, my favorite thing is either dark fantasy, aka you know Neil Gaiman type stuff, or just absolute ridiculous, you know, crazy fantasy space like stuff, cats like, in like space. Yes, chilling effect. Love it. Um, <laughs> that's a great fun Yes. Book. So uh, um, both both of them, I feel like, hit me. When they needed to. And now I'm just in awe of both of them because, like, they're kind of like, I feel like they're go tos for me. Like, if anybody's like, oh, what book do you rec- recommend? Like, if I'm like getting into fantasy, and I'll be like, okay, well, do you like lighter hearted fun stuff? Or do you like, you know, like nitty gritty, like dark stuff? You know, because it's both ends of the spectrum. So it's, I can I can kind of gauge like they'll they'll be like, well, I like fun stuff. And I'm like, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, if you haven't read it yet, if not chilling effect, like I'll start picking out all of the the real silly slapstick Terry Pratchett type stuff. And if they like the the dark gritty stuff, I'm like, Neil Gaiman, just go for it. Go for Neil Gaiman. Everybody should go for Neil Gaiman. And if you like the
1: light hearted stuff, I think never wear.
0: never wears is a
1: great uh, medium middle of the it road it is because you it, like the- yeah
0: it, it's it's got the dark animals. it's got the fun and it yeah because oh.
1: the Marquis, the carabas is one of <sighs> my favorite yes. of all time <laughs> Anyway,
0: i'm going to shake my fists in the air because i'm so excited okay. um yes so um well how was the first first uh experience back we're in a new space we got new microphones. We're, we are. All, and you, like all what the, is our is, new
1: space, Brad?
0: Uh, your little little nook, your little hobbit hole upstairs. Yeah. Uh, which is, in your house. Let me just give them that the address. And can, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. So
1: Kara lives.
0: Kara yeah. lives. at. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say <laughs> it. <laughs> in a house with yes. books.
1: Lots of books. And yeah. A Again, car you car and should just.
0: Yeah. And poodle and a poodle <laughs> called a poodle, poodle. A poodle 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 named poodle um, and
1: another random cat called Jasmine. So yeah, yeah. So our, new, uh, our new digs are out uh, so hopefully attic.
0: We sound better. I look better at least. You do look I'm crazy. just kidding. I know I look terrible. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, if nothing else, you're wearing a, an LOTR shirt, so copy that. That's
0: That's fair. Also, you have like all the ring stuff all over this place I and do. don't think i haven't noticed all of them
1: yes um, and many other also references I'm, to favorite books
0: yeah I, um, and paint chips but you have already explained the paint chips to me it's fine I'm not you're about not about repainting because no. i
1: think we're a little bit
0: <laughs> we'll we we'll that um so but we will, we're
1: back we're back we're excited um Thank you for sticking with us for yes. the first season. and <gasps> we are
0: so. I'm just, I mean, that sounded so desperate. <laughs> don't
1: leave me. Um, we're excited for this new season, and we will be having some guest speakers we coming will. on. Which We've will got actual people. Other than, Other than us.
0: us so you don't have to listen to apparently us.
1: apparently we don't count as people.
0: I mean, I know I don't, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> we are humans. Okay. Um,
1: Maybe. And on we'll that see. note. On that
0: note, yes. Have fun. Make my choices.
1: And we will see you next time. Thank we you. won't see you. Well, we'll talk to you next time.
0: I mean, unless if you know who we are.
1: No, we will see you next
0: time. Yes. Okay, bye.
1: Bye. <laughs>